Welcome to another inspirational message from Church on the Rock Pile. Thank you for listening. And if you would like more information, you can visit us at www.therockchurch.co.za. Hi. It's so good to have you with us today. You know, we have already prayed for our nation, but I want to encourage you to keep praying as these are challenging times and we need all the prayer that we can get. Don't forget that we are coming together this Thursday at 7 p.m. on Zoom for a power night. And I hope to see you all there. This past week, our president made an announcement regarding the church and the gathering in level three. And while we are very pleased that we are now recognized as an essential service, as a church, we are going to be very cautious in how we move forward. We are concerned not just for your spiritual health, but also your physical health. And so after consultation with doctors and other leaders, we are choosing to take a slower approach to getting back together. We also want our meetings to resemble more closely what we had before the lockdown. And we don't believe that with the social distancing needed, you know, in seating being 1,5 meter either side and in front of you and behind you, you know, ending up sitting alone with a mask on, No kids' church and only small numbers allowed in our very large building, you know, that it will be anything like what we're used to. We are, however, open to new ideas and ways of doing things, and we will always keep you updated as to our plans. So keep a lookout on our social media pages, as that is where we'll be getting uh, and posting the information. We'll continue to seek for the best way forward to connect people to God, people to people, and people to purpose. And so, are you ready for today's word? Say it like you mean it. My heart's open. My mind's ready. I won't be the same again in Jesus' name. You know, last week I spoke on how your words have creative power. And today I want to continue that theme and talk about who or what is reigning over your life. Tomorrow you go to lockdown level three. And most people are facing a situation where they're concerned, thinking they don't know how this is going to work out. The president's speech tells us that worse is still yet to come. And so there's marriage relational issues and strain, financial situations that look dire. The job security that you've always had is now at risk. Your child, you know, has gone off course. and, And if we are not careful, we'll let this problem grow to a place where it consumes us. It becomes all we think about, you know. We go around worried, stressed out, you know, or we live angry and we can't sleep at night. Your relationship is under strain and the whole time God is in control. But the mistake we make is that we take God off the throne and we put our problems on the throne. And so what you constantly think about what you're giving all your energy to, you're putting on the throne. When you're in a place where you think about the goodness of God, you know, you go through your day thanking Him, knowing that that He does uh, awesome things and that He goes before you and He's fighting your battles. Then you're actually worshiping God. It's the same principle if you go around moaning, worried, worried about the problem, not believing that it will work out, stressed out, you know, over your finances, you know, uh, over your relationships, over your health, reliving an offense, you know, you are worshiping the problem. Your whole outlook 
could change if you would simply take the problem off the throne and put God back on the throne. Coronavirus is what's on everybody's mind. But you might be facing a, a number of situations. You know, it could be an illness. And it's so easy to just go around letting the negative report play over and over and over again in your mind, thinking of all the reasons why you're not going to move forward, not going to be prosperous and in good health. And, and the more you dwell on it, the more discouraged you will become. You have to take the negative report off the throne. You might be fighting a negative financial report. Don't let your finances get on the throne. Don't let the report, you know, sickness, stress, become bigger than our God. Last week, I spoke on the importance of our words. You know, you can find it on YouTube. But when David faced Goliath, he never called him a giant. He never said, whoa, look how big he is. He's so strong. You know, I don't have a chance. Look at the size of his biceps. No, he called him an uncircumcised Philistine. Uncircumcised Philistine. 1 Samuel 17, 26. When he spoke, he never looked at his size. The giant was huge. David was small. Just a young boy. It was a paradox. Paradox is, if you remember, a situation that seems impossible to understand because it contains two opposite truths. The one truth is that Goliath was a giant. He was twice David's size. But David understood this principle of divine heavenly paradox, the natural versus the supernatural. So he didn't put Goliath, the natural, on the throne. He kept his God, the supernatural, on the throne. And he said to Goliath, you come against me with a sword and a spear. But I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, 1 Samuel 17. You know, COVID-19 has a name, but there is a name that is higher. Bankruptcy has a name, but there's a name that is higher. The sickness may be big, but it's no match for our God. That situation may look intimidating, but it's no match for our God. Keep him on the throne. Stop thinking about how big the problem is and start thinking about how big your God is. Medical science doesn't have the final say. The mainstream media doesn't have the final say. People have limitations. Our God is limitless. And you've got to understand and grasp that we are natural, but God is supernatural. He has all power. He can do what man cannot do what medicine cannot do, what the economic forecast cannot do. But here is the key. If he is not on the throne, you are not giving him permission. You've got to understand that. God works where there is an attitude of faith. You can't have the negative report on the throne. You can't be living worried, stressed out and have God on the throne. It cannot happen at the same time. There is just room for one on the throne. And so what's on your throne? Poverty and lack would love to get on the throne. Cancer would love to get on the throne. The past, a mistake that you've made, your insecurities, an offense that you picked up along the way. They all want a place on the throne. It's time to dethrone those things. It's time to put the most high God Back on the throne where he belongs. On the throne. This coronavirus 
has not caught God by surprise. In fact, the Bible tells us in Psalm 47, God reigns over the nations. God is seated on his holy throne. In other words, he's in control. And I believe he has you in the palm of his hand. Nothing, nothing you face is too much for him. Nothing. Instead of dwelling on all the negative reports, the worry, the past, the problems, the addictions, start dwelling on the greatness of our God. That's why I start every morning reading his word. It puts things into perspective. Before I hear any of man's reports, I'm aware of who is on the throne of my life. David said, I don't look to the mountains for strength. I look to the God who made the mountains, Psalm 121. I mean, come on, let's be honest. That's powerful. That's a powerful thing. When you can come to a place where you say, God, you created the heavens and the earth. You spoke worlds into existence. You flung the stars into space. And God, I know that you are bigger. You are bigger than the sickness that I'm facing. You are bigger than this economic meltdown. You are greater than an addiction. You are more powerful than my problem. What are you doing? You're putting God on the throne of your life. I've realized that we can't just wish something away. But there is a spiritual principle to follow. If you allow something to become big in your mind, if you let it consume you, you are then giving it permission to happen. Be careful what you put on your throne. Don't give poverty permission. Don't give sickness permission. Don't give death, lack, struggle permission. Don't give hurt. Don't give an offense permission. I'm not saying deny reality. We can't stop these things coming or happening in our lives, but we can keep them from getting on the throne. We don't have to let you know those things consume us. If David had gone around worried, thinking about what Goliath looked like, expecting to be decapitated, the chances are he would have lost his head. In the Bible, Job said in Job 3.25, the thing I feared came upon me. He was saying, what I gave permission to, what I made big in my mind came to pass. Don't make the problem so huge. Don't make the giant, you know, uh, something that he is not, you know, do like David. Play it down. Keep, keep it off the throne. Maybe due to this coronavirus pandemic lockdown, you've gone through an unfair situation. Maybe an employer did you wrong. Maybe somebody just walked, you know, just walked away from you, walked out of the relationship. Instead of letting it go, you know, and, and letting God be your vindicator, you've held on to it. And now you are living offended. You have no passion in your life. You know, you're replaying the hurt over and over again. The problem is you have the offense on the throne. And as long as you harp on it, think about it, replay what didn't work out, it's going to sour your life and eventually your life will shrink. You have to take the hurt off the throne. Nothing that has happened to you during this pandemic season can keep you from your destiny. God would have not have allowed it if it was going to stop you and stop your purpose. You know, it's, it's so easy to focus on what hasn't worked out. You know, living offended, coming to a place where you say, I'll prove to them that I can make it on my own. I can do it without them. Stop letting those kind of thoughts consume you. You know, 
They hurt you once. Don't let them continue to hurt you by holding on to it. It's over. It's done. This is a new day. Tomorrow is a new level. If you will take the, the hurt of the throne and put God back on the throne, He will be your vindicator. He will take what was meant for harm and use it to your advantage. God paid Job back double for the unfair things that had happened to him in Job 42. But you have to do your part. Take the disappointment off the throne, the offense. God knows what happened. He, he's the God of justice. You've got to know that. He said, your latter days will be greater than your former days. Job 8. What's on your throne? The financial report? The hurt? The offense? The bad break? It's time to dethrone those things. The truth is we all go through unfair situations, especially through these last few months. Things that we don't understand. You've got to know this. God is sovereign. Did you hear that? God is sovereign. And the word sovereign has the word reign in it. R-E-R-G-N. God was showing us that even when things happen that, that don't make sense, He is still in control. He's still directing our steps. He is still sovereign. When the medical report isn't good, you know, when we retrenched from work, when somebody did you wrong, when you lost your job, you know, you've got to understand God is still sovereign. He reigns over the circumstances. It's so easy to get stuck into the, the mainstream negative news and go around bitter. But if you'll put God back on the throne, He will start reigning. He will give you beauty for ashes. He will bring you through this difficulty that you're facing and you will come out better on the other side. You'll be better, not bitter. This is what Joseph did. He had a dream. He had a promise from God, yet he went through one bad break after another bad break. It didn't make sense. You know, he was doing all the right things. He, 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 he came to a place, though, where he was betrayed. And you know what? He was betrayed by his brothers. He was sold into slavery. He was falsely accused. He was put into prison. He could have become so discouraged. He could have become bitter. He could have thought, man, this isn't fair. But he understood that God is sovereign, that things are going to happen that you don't understand. It's a paradox. It's natural versus supernatural. He kept being his best. And despite all the people trying to push him down, God caused him to rise up. The reality was he was in prison, but he knew people do not determine your destiny. They cannot stop God's plan for your life unless you allow them to. God gave Joseph favor and Pharaoh liked him so much that he brought Joseph out of prison and made him the prime minister over all of Egypt. Joseph went from being a slave to promotion, from the prison to, from the prison to being in the palace. Wow, that's the sovereignty of our God. You know, he reigns when life is not fair. And for you now, this lockdown doesn't make sense. You were doing the right things, working hard, and wrong things have happened to you. Are you going to let bitterness get on the throne? Some pity? Discouragement? Or are you going to be a David? 
placing God on the throne. Would Joseph keep on keeping God on the throne? Even while he was suffering, you know, uh, he continued to say, God's got a dream, God's got a plan, God's got a purpose for me. And this pandemic lockdown will end. And ultimately, the devil can't stop it working for your good. Romans 8.28 tells us. It takes faith to believe that God is in control when things seem out of control. And I know you'll have to dig deep, dig deep sometimes to get to a place where you say, God, I don't understand it. I don't like it, but I trust you. I believe somehow you are directing my steps. Psalm 47 says, God reigns over the nations. And so the right attitude to have is God You not only reign over the nations, but you reign over my circumstances. You reign over my health, over my finances, over my children, over my marriage, over my enemies. You know, the opposition may look like a giant. It looks bigger and more powerful, has more resources, has more influence. But when you have God on the throne, he has more power than anything that is trying to stop you. One angel in the Old Testament defeated 185,000 of the enemies of God. The Bible says the forces that are for you are greater than the forces that are against you to King 6. Now, I want to tell you, keep doing the right thing. This battle may be taking longer than you thought. Joseph went 13 years of injustice before he saw vindication and promotion. This lockdown may seem long, but it won't last 13 years. It will pass. Listen to me. It will come to an end. And like Joseph, keep doing your best where you are at with what you've got. God sees what's happening. Psalm 56 tells us he's collected every tear that you have shed. Every tear. Your time is coming. Your due season is on the way. Like David, you will overcome your giant. Like Joseph, you're not just going to, you know, come through this difficulty. You're going to be promoted. You're going to be vindicated. There's going to be a new level to your destiny. And you need to believe it and have an expectation for that. Perhaps you have a child that's gone, of course, you know. They haven't even contacted you during this lockdown. You've heard bad reports and now you're worried. You're losing sleep. You could believe the lies of the enemy that comes along and whispers to you in the dead of the night that that your son or your daughter is never going to change, that the devil's got them. No, because you can come to a place where you say, no, 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 God reigns over my child during this time. Lord, I believe you have a hedge of protection around him. Thank you, God, that my seed will be mighty in the land. Thank you, God, that they'll come to a place one day where they will serve you. Let God reign over your circumstances. Keep him on the throne. Your finances may be down. Your business may be down. It slowed right down. In fact, it might have stopped. You could end up in depression and despair, complaining, or you could turn it around. God, you reign in my finances. Thank you that you can make a way where there seems to be no way. God, give me ideas. Give me creativity. God, put promotion before me. God, my heart is. God, open new doors for me. God, you said, no good thing would you withhold because I walk uprightly. Declare over your life, whatever I touch will prosper. 
No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. What God has planned, it will succeed. That's not just being positive. That's putting God's words before you and and believing and standing on them. Even though it's a paradox to, to, to what you see that's going on around you, that's just letting him reign. Let him reign. Place the supernatural over the natural. When it comes to your dreams and your goals, you know, you may not see how you will accomplish them. The news is against you. You don't have the experience. You don't have the right connections. You don't have the right funding to start over at the end of the state of emergency. You know, you could become twisted. It's so easy to do that. You could start speaking the negative, getting into depression and giving up on it. Instead, don't do that. Instead, start to declare, God, you reign over my dreams. Thank you for taking me where I can't go on my own. That you will open doors that nobody else will be able to shut. That you are bringing divine connections across my path. God, you've got people that will want to help me, grant me favor with them. If you want God to reign, you have to keep him on the throne of your life. Sometimes the reason, you know, we do not see favor is because we have doubt on the throne. Thinking of all the reasons why it can't or it will not happen. Discouragement. What you've been told by people. Self-pity. Oh, I've had so many bad breaks. Take all the negative off the throne today. God wants to reign in your life in a new way. He has so much for you in your future. What he has for you in your future is going to blow your mind. And I do believe if you will walk with God, it will be bigger, it will be more exciting, more rewarding than you could ever imagine. His word to us today, take the worry off the throne. Take the bad break off the throne. Take the disappointment, take the offense off and put me back on the throne. He, He is so much bigger than what you're facing. He is more powerful than the giant. He's more powerful than the enemy. He is the deliverer. He is the provider. He is a healer. Wow, man, he's the way maker. He is sovereign. He reigns over everything. Everything. No matter what comes into your life, he reigns. He didn't send it, but he allowed it. And he is in control. He knows how to bring good out of it. He's promised that in Romans 8, 28. If you will put him on the throne and let him reign, he will start raining down things. He will start raining down peace, blessings, raining down favor, raining down healing, raining down victigation in your life. Listen to me. Rain is in your forecast. The paradox is he can cause pools of water in the desert, Isaiah 41. I know winter is coming. Well, it's actually here. But sovereign rain is headed your way. God is about to turn situations around that looked permanent. You've been, you know, convinced by circumstances that nothing will change. But get ready. Get ready. Rain is coming. Breakthroughs are coming. New levels are coming. That addiction, that sickness, you know, that, that, that you've been dealing with in your life, that fear, that, that financial situations, things are about to turn around and they're going to turn in your, in your favor. Freedom is coming. Healing is coming. 
You've not been able to, to get ahead. You know, the, the debt has risen. Your marriage is under strain. Listen to me. Keep Jesus on the throne. Like Joseph, you know, um, in his life, all of a sudden, blessings increased. All of a sudden for him, favor came. And I want you to know for you, favor is coming. Abundance is on its way. It's coming. And you may be saying, Mark, how could this thing ever happen? That's not your problem. God is sovereign. He reigns. He has ways to do it, you know, that you have not even begun to think about. You've got to do your part. And that's keep him on the throne. When you're tempted to worry, you know, when voices are telling you, yes, it's a new level, you know, the new level starts tomorrow, but nothing is going to change for you. You will never get promotion. You will never get well. You will never accomplish the dreams that are on your heart. Recognize what's happening. The doubt, the offense. It's trying to get back on the throne. You have to take authority over yourself and put your foot down and say, no thanks, you are not welcome here. You know, my throne is reserved for the one and only, the most high God. But here is the key. Every morning the problem is going to try and get back on the throne. Did you know that? You don't just take it off once and then it's done, gone, oh, hoopy. no, no, no. You have to keep doing it all through the day. Worry will try and creep back in. You know, a colleague's report, a new announcement, the latest treat will try and grab you with disappointment, with self-pity. There is always something trying to get onto the throne. And so God said to Isaiah, if you'll keep your mind stayed on him, I will keep you in perfect peace. He was saying in effect, if you would keep me on the throne, if you will say no to worry, no to doubt, no to the offense, then you will live a peaceful, victorious life. During the season, you'll have many opportunities to get bitter, get filled with self-pity, feel slighted, think to yourself, oh, that is so unfair. But we have to understand this principle of who or what is sovereign over your life. You cannot allow bitterness to get on the throne. You've got to know, you've got to believe, and you've got to even speak out that God is directing your steps, that he can close and open doors for you on purpose. He can come along and just out of the blue, just like with Joseph, you know, all it could take in your future is one phone call to totally change your position and your life. And so when you go through disappointments and closed doors, you will be tempted to put the thing on the throne. And sometimes it's an offense against God. He didn't answer your prayers the way you wanted them answered, when you wanted them answered. And it leads to self-pity, eventually bitterness. Don't fall into that trap. And know in your heart that God is still ordaining your steps. He can see things that you cannot see. The disappointment, the closed doors, they are a test. God is saying, what are you going to do next? If you will keep your mind stayed on him, you will pass the test. And like Joseph, you'll come into promotion, healing, vindication that you didn't see coming. What's on your throne? Are you living full of fear, angry, offended, discouraged, upset? 
I wonder how much higher we would go, how much more favor we would see if we would simply keep God on the throne. Sometimes we are putting ourselves on the throne. It could be arrogance, or we're just trying to fix everybody in our world, or we will, you know, make our dreams come to pass ourselves. I will make this happen. I will get well. You need to take yourself off the throne. You don't have to make everything happen in, in your own strength. Too often we are frustrated by things that only God can change. You know, when Corona struck, the devil whispered in my ear, you know, it's over. Nobody's going to be in church. How, how, how do you know that people will come? How do you know people will listen online? You know, how will you be able to support the ministries and the poor? And, and who's going to look after the mums and the babies? You know, you don't think, you know, things will remain the same. This is not an interruption. This is a disruption. But I've come to learn that often we are worried about something that we have no control over. And I was reminded of God saying in Psalm 127, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders build in vain. And I realized it's not my problem. I learned and I'm saying to you today, I'm saying to you, take the pressure off and live from a place of rest. Constantly remind yourself that he's at work, even when you can't see it. He said in Matthew 11, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. You can't make yourself get well. Yes, you have to use common sense. You have to do the best you can with what you've got. But don't live stressed out thinking that you have to do a thousand different things perfectly. You've got to get it right before you can find favor, before you can get better. No, God is the healer. Your intentions are good, but you need to come down off the throne. Quit putting on so much pressure on yourself. You know, I believe if you do that, you will be restored sooner. If you will live in peace, knowing that God is in control, that he reigns over your life, your circumstances, your health, you know, you've got to understand he's got it under control. He did that for me. And I've learned that if it's not your time to go and you're in faith, then nothing can take your life. The Bible says nothing can snatch you out of the hand of God, John 10. Yes, you do your part, but don't live frustrated trying in your own strength to make things happen. Not only God can, not only God can make things happen, you know, it's Him, only Him. It's only God. Get off the throne, come down off that throne and say, God, you reign over my loved ones. You reign over my child. Thank you, thank you that you go before me, that you've still got my dreams. You have to turn situations over to God. And as long as you are on the throne, worrying, upset, arguing, then God will step back. But when you put him back on the throne and it stops becoming all about ah, me, ma, not only will you live more peacefully, but God will go before you and he will fight your battles. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. There's a king there called King Jehoshaphat. And the people of Judah were surrounded by three major armies. In fact, they were outnumbered 10 to 1. They could have panicked. They could have fallen apart. But Jehoshaphat called everybody together to pray. And he said, God, we have no power to stand against these vast armies in our own strength. Verse 12. He didn't deny the problem. You don't act as if the enemy doesn't exist. Their problems don't exist. He admitted 
that they were outnumbered. He admitted that they found themselves in a tough situation. But he didn't stop there. He went on to say, we don't know what to do, but, but our eyes are upon you, verse 12. And there's nothing wrong with saying, God, this problem is bigger than me. These enemies are more powerful than me. But don't stop there. That's the fact. That's the natural. But don't forget the heavenly paradox. Follow it up with, God, my eyes are upon you. I may not have the power, but I know that you have all power. When you keep God on the throne, you will be in peace when you could have been panicked. You will, you will be sleeping deeply when you could have just been complaining. And God told Jehoshaphat to put the singers and the praisers out in front and to march towards the enemies. When the three armies heard all the commotion, they became so confused that they began to fight amongst themselves. The Bible says they ended up destroying each other, verse 22. When the people of Judah arrived, they didn't have, even have to fight. They just went in and picked up all the spoils. They took three days of spoils. It took them three days to pick up the spoils, to pick up the supplies and take all these treasures back to their own home. Wow. And so like with them, you know, your own problem may look too big on your own. You can't beat the circumstances on your own. On your own, you can't beat the cancer. On your own, you will never break the addiction. But the good news is you are not on your own. You have the most high God, most high God. He's the God of the universe and he's on your side. What are you worried about? What are you losing sleep over? What have you given up on? It's time to put God back on the throne. He is bigger than the giants that you are facing. He has a way to turn things around that you've never ever thought of. You may not know what to do, but when your eyes are upon him, he will make a way where you don't see a way. He will help you come to a place where you defeat the enemies that are bigger than you and more powerful than you. One thing I've learned about this online experience is how important it is to stay connected. It's like watching Zoom or an online service like this and all of a sudden, Everything freezes. Had that happen? When it happens, a little icon comes along and, and it, it, it pops up on the, on, on the screen and it goes around and around and around. It circles on and on the screen. You know, we've all seen it. And you're fixated by it. You stare at it. And after about three minutes, it stops buffering and the caption comes up and it tells you that you've lost internet connection. Thank you, Telcom. When we worry... It's like we are buffering. Our time is going around and around. And with that, our mind comes in and our mind is going around and around and around and our mind is going in circles. You know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? This obstacle is too big. This obstacle is too big. This obstacle is big. Like my computer or your device. Your problem is you've lost your connection. You need to reconnect. You need to reconnect back to your source. And God is saying to you today, put me back on the throne in control of your life. I'm directing your steps, you know. You know, I already have the solution. Like Joseph got the answer, so will you. But when you worry, then our mind becomes cluttered. And then we cannot hear what God is saying. The Bible says, be still, be still. And know that he is God.
take the worry off the throne. Being constantly worried drains your energy and it takes your creativity, it takes all that energy you've got and, and, it, and it robs you of it and it steals your joy. You know, when you wake up in the morning, don't start your day thinking about the problem. Start by thanking God that He is working. Instead of buffering, you know, what if I don't make budget this month? What if my health doesn't improve? What if my child stays off course? You know, be different. And here's the difference. Father, thank you. Thank you that you're pouring health back into me. Thank you that my seed will be mighty in the land. Thank you that, that I will be a lender and not a borrower. What are you doing? Reconnecting back to your source. The psalmist said, God inhabits our praises, Psalm 22 verse 3. One version says, he enthroned, he's enthroned in our praises. When you give God praise, you are putting him on the throne. Listen to me. Life is too short to live it worried, overcome by problems, upset, carrying an offense because somebody has hurt you. I'm asking you to take that off the throne and put God back on the throne. Stop buffering and start praising. If you keep your mind stayed on him, I believe and declare over you like Jehoshaphat, you will not only defeat the enemies that are bigger and seem stronger, but you are going to gather all the spoils. God is about to increase you in unusual ways. Like Joseph, you will eventually rise higher. You will accomplish dreams and reach the fullness of your destiny in Jesus' name. And so tomorrow we enter level three. And I'm sure many of you are excited to be going back to work. Some of you are intrepid. You know, some of you are, are angry at what you're going back to. I don't know what it is, but, but some of you, it's a step of faith. And so I want to say to you, let it be a new day. Started by praising God and putting Him in His rightful place on the throne. Remember and never forget, He is sovereign over all. If you received this message today, can you just say amen right where you are? You know, wherever you are right now, I want to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Maybe He hasn't been on your throne. Your throne is cluttered by everything except peace. But today you've decided to give him that rightful place. And if you're in that place where you say, yes, Mark, I have put so many things on the throne. Today I want to wipe that throne clean. I want to put my God at the center on that throne. Then I want you to pray with me. And it's a simple prayer. And if that's you, just say after me, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and my Savior in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. If you prayed that very simple prayer, we believe that you've been born again. You know, you loved by God and He has plans and purposes for you. And I want to encourage you to, to text the number that's now below on the screen with the word decided and we'll get some awesome, important literature to you so that you can take your next steps. As I always say, keep God first place in your life, keep him on the throne and you will reach your destination.